All right, so this is part two of 100K clients, how to land them, the strategy around it. And this is what some of the ideas, the ways you're going to land more of those clients. We're going to talk about increasing profits, increasing conversion. We're going to talk about increasing community and growing the right community and how it's different on YouTube, as well as OPAs, other people's audiences, and authority. So we're going to talk through all these and some of the triggers and some of the ways that this happens and ways to think about it when you're doing YouTube the right way, when you're trying to land those big fish, those big clients, high value clients. If you don't mean, I don't like the word high ticket. I want you to provide high value to them and I want you them to perceive you as highly valuable. All right. A lot of these people that are really pushing the high ticket, like close fast folks, I have clients that have followed three, four, 10 years even before closing. I know that sounds tough. It's the reality of big clients. Now you are going to close someone of some of them faster. We have clients that have closed them four months, six months, eight months later. That's the name of the game. You, but using the strategy, you're going to close more of those clients that are sw those swimming around you, right? That big fish, the fish in the barrel strategy. So if you're using these strategies, you're going to close more of those clients faster, but also you're going to get more of that cold traffic, build up authority over time. This is a short-term strategy, a long-term strategy. It is not a get-rich-quick strategy, all right? And anyone that's been doing this for a long time knows that you can't. You're not going to get rich, but you will get ahead of your competition. You won't even have competition. You'll just be authority. So before, just recap, in the previous video, we talked about all the amazing stats. YouTube, I think, blows the stats out of the water. And I say that because it that's where you should be focusing your time. We spread our, our time too thin. We think that we put a bunch of lines in the water. That's not how it works with YouTube. You've got to focus on YouTube. We're talking about the platform opportunities in the previous video, the YouTube mindset, how to get more leads, how to get more sales. And now in this video, we're talking about how to get more profits. So let's talk a little bit about profits because uh, folks, I know so many people that have, have had 10 million, $20 million business with little profit. And then I know people who have YouTube based businesses that do this the right way that have three or four employees and are taking home a million dollars a year. Yeah. And it depends on where you're going. If you're scaling, if you're scaling a business, folks, you can't have profits and profitability or profitability and scale generally at the same time. You can grow slowly, nicely. And if you have a service-based business, that's really what you want to do. Most of you are, you couldn't handle hundreds of new clients, especially hundred K clients. It just, it's just, it's a different, it's a high value mentality. And I've seen so many companies break with this. So let's talk about profits. Let's zoom in a little here. And I love Lucichart. I'll, I'll probably, ooh, that's a big zoom. So profits. First of all, easy client education. A well-educated client, it's easier. And they're used to YouTube, right? They're not going to read all your long emails. They're not going to go to your website and read your entire process. They're going to spend two, three minutes on your website. They're not, when you do a huge proposal for them, they're going to forget 99% of it because they're just overwhelmed. So you want to be educating your clients and people go there, as we talked about previously, to be educated. So educating your clients. Now, this is a big difference we're going to talk about in the content chasm because there's a big difference between educating a 100K client and educating someone who's never going to be your client or isn't going to be your client for 10, 20 years because they're not making enough money to work with you. They don't have the mindset to work with you because we'll talk about the mind difference in those mindsets between those people that are want to be entertained or DIYers or done with you versus the BMB clients, the bring me the best clients, the bomb clients, which is what you want. Um, 
you can you provide incredible customer service through YouTube. Why? You answer all of their questions, make it easy for them to understand. I can't tell you how many clients we've gotten. And it's like, oh yeah, all these FAQs have helped us so much. So you, you can provide incredible customer service. Besides FAQs, you should have multiple process videos throughout the entire journey that they can go to your YouTube channel. Now, why do we want them to go to a YouTube channel versus, let's say, a learning platform? And why do we want to give all this away to them? Because it is, once again, an easy access for them. If you're a 100K client, if I'm a person willing to spend $100,000 with you, I don't want to have to log into figure out what my login is for your learning platform all the time. If I have a quick question, if I want to share it, then I have to share this login. And I'm used to YouTube. I'm used to how YouTube works. On top of it, when you're sending them to YouTube, what happens? YouTube rewards you by showing more of those videos and your videos to more of those 100K clients. YouTube has 65 million points of data on each of us, right? It is a huge opportunity. So that's why we want to, we'll talk about later about that YouTube first mentality. Expertise equals higher prices. The best way to get more profit, charge more money. I, you know that I am an expert in customer stories. When someone has an issue with customer stories, who do they come to? They come to me. And when they want to have awesome customer stories, when they have awesome about us videos, plus when you've taught people, and you're going to have to teach people. But when you teach people, because you do, you teach people already. And you can teach them on YouTube and do it once and scale it and scale your teaching and make it easier for them to access. Or you can just teach them one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. So which is that going to be for you? And when you do this, you become the expert to them. And then you'll, on top of it, you'll lower your time consulting. What does that mean? You're giving away free consulting time if you're 100K, you have a 100K client. They want to hop on the phone with you. They have a quick question. They, you need to explain to them. My clients know to use the word case story, right? I don't have to explain to them why. They know what case stories are. And I don't have to spend another 10 minutes explaining, well, test, this is the reason we don't do testimonials, and this is the reason we do case stories, and this is the reason you ask for case stories. They know this. To the point where if someone says testimonial, I mean, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And that's just one point of it. It goes back to the expertise, but the more you can make them feel good, and that's what consulting is also, is making them feel good about their decision. I was just talking to a friend slash client yesterday, and this happens a lot, as we'll talk about the Oprah Effect. You become friends with your 100K clients. It's not a transaction, folks. It is a consulting gig. That's why we say high value, not high ticket. It is a tr not a transaction. There might be a few people out there that are getting a high, quote unquote, true high ticket. Not many of them. But you lower your time consulting. So you, you have higher profits, right? If you spend 20 hours with a client or 200 hours with a client because you spend extra $100 explaining what your process is one-on-one -on -one, and they pay, pay the same amount, it's, a, it's 10x your return on investment. And that time, that consulting time, that speaking time, adds up fast that 10 minutes here 10 minutes there it's not just the 10 minutes it's arranging that meeting it's when the person doesn't show up for the meeting all that stuff eats into your profits and your time speaking to other clients this one is huge and we don't think about this an educated client listens to you more does more of what you're saying 
and gets better results. Because they get better results, they will do more repeat business with you. If you're a repeat, if you have a business that's a repeat business, if you have an elevation of a scaling process, if you can move up, they're more likely to move up with you and spend millions of dollars with you instead of just $100,000 with you. They're going to stay on longer as clients and they're going to give you more referrals. There's a lot of triggers in there, but improved results make you happier. And you'll get better case stories too. And you'll get the case story flywheel. If you're not familiar with the case story flywheel, you can get my book, testimonialbook.com. You can just Google video testimonial book. You can go to Amazon, type in video testimonial book. You can type in video marketing book. Whatever way you want to find it, it's there. And we have other videos too on here. If you subscribe, I'll be going through the case story flywheel more in depth. But it is the way most businesses have grown. It is through getting better results. Getting that 50K client, that 60K client, the 70K client, 80K client, using those results to get grow. Because you've gotten the results, use the story to get the bigger client. That's another way that you're getting more profits. Plus, as you hone in on those bigger clients and speak to their problems and solve their specific problems, it becomes easier for you to do it. And you get better at it. Case story flywheel. All right, so let's talk about conversion. We spend so much time getting leads and we think little about the actual conversion point, right? You get the lead. Converting a lead to a sale to a high $100,000 client is a process, but you can do that through YouTube. You can get it done faster. You'll trigger what I call the Oprah effect, right? It's in, in psychology, it's a, a cognitive bias. It's the way our brain works. And we have these cognitive biases. There's things that are inane to us. One of them is that the more we see someone, the mere exposure effect, the more we see something, the more we hear their voice, the more likely they are a friend. And if they are a friend, we're, what do we do with friends? We work with them. Also, they become authorities if they've taught us. And we'll talk about building authority. But that is what Oprah did. Oprah was on TV all the time. She very rarely taught people. <laughs> she brought in experts. But the experts wanted to be there. Why? Because Oprah was the person that gave the best advice. And we felt, as so many people I asked this, and I'm like, do you feel like you know who Oprah? And they're like, yeah. If Oprah walked through the door, most people would feel like they could be friends with her. And we've never met her, right? That's the Oprah effect. There's so many of these people out there. Our client, Fran Tarkinen, was on TV for a long time. And it's so funny when we do case story interviews with them and for their clients, and they would just be like, oh, man, Fran Tarkinen called. He was a football player. And these were financial analysts. Now, here's the thing about Fran. He's a genius, open a bunch of businesses. Yes, he's much more than a football player. But they remember seeing his face, hearing his voice. And so when he called... It was like, oh my God, this is the authority. This is my friend. Of course, I'll do whatever you want me to. You can do that with YouTube. The no follow-up, follow-up. Follow-up, the fortune's in the follow-up. Conversion happens in the follow-up, especially with $100,000 clients. They don't call you up and go, I want to spend $100,000 unless you're doing some sort of follow-up. Now, I have clients that that has happened to. If you see the case story with Bad Rhino, with Marty uh, McDonald, with Cossum, had that happen recently. Solutions 8. I had Jason Swank, who you all probably know if you're in the agency space. Tanner Larson, Build Grow Scale. People call and spend money with them instantly. But it's not because of a funnel. It's because they've been watching their videos. They've seen them on YouTube. They've heard them. And these videos follow up with them. And why no follow-up? Because, yes, in the YouTube First Strategy, we'll talk about how you should be sending the videos. But I want you to realize that 
people are on YouTube. It's one of the few places that they don't have to like you. They don't have to follow you. TikTok does it too. Your videos will start showing up there. And they'll see your process videos. They'll see your case stories following them around. And even if they don't click on it, your brand is exposed to them in a place where they're ready to learn and be entertained. So they're already in that mindset, as we talked about in the previous video. And follow-up is the fortune, and so you should be doing it. YouTube just does it automatically for you. Like we said, you build authority. When you teach people and give them answers, you become the authority to them. I hear this all the time from like attorneys that we work with. People come in pre-sold. Therapists, people come in pre-sold. Coaches, consultants, people come in pre-sold. They've been on my YouTube channel. I hear over and over if they have a robust channel, you've built the authority. Now, there's a lot of triggers, that, things that you have to do, like speaking to the right people. But once again, make sure you've subscribed. We're going to be putting all this out there. So you answer the big questions faster. They can see their question, right? And yes, you can have an FAQ page on your website. How many people go to the FAQ page? Not that many. Not many people go to your testimonial page. They go to your About Us page. They go to your Surface. They go to your Process. They've landed on a blog. They go to your home. But if they're scrolling through your YouTube channel and you have an FAQ section and they see the title of it, they'll click and watch it. They might even search for the FAQ. And you can email them. We'll talk about that in the YouTube First Strategy. So you answer those big questions faster. They're specific questions. And you answer the unasked questions. What does that mean? We all have questions we're afraid to ask, right? You don't want to sound stupid. So answering the unasked questions allows you to overcome barriers that you never would be able to otherwise, right? Why does it cost so much? People are assets. You know, if it's a $100,000 client, they might be mentally asking that. What's the difference between a 100K, 100K service and a 20K service? That's a big question that's in their mind. They might not ask you that. But you can answer that in a video and become the authority, build that friendship, and break down those boundaries using YouTube. And you win over the stakeholders. I hear this one all the time, especially if you're a $100,000 client, nine times out of 10, they have multiple stakeholders. It might be an office manager if it's a smaller business. It might be a COO if you're t- talking to the CEO. You might be talking to a CMO, and it's the CEO that you have to win over. There is a group of people making this decision, and you can win them over with the right videos. You speak to them. You understand each of the stakeholders, so you're speaking to them. And this is a big one, folks, future pacing. What's going to happen with process videos? What's going to happen after we're done? What's going to happen after I sign the dotted line? What's going to happen next? What happens in each of these stages? You get a chance to let them feel it. And this is where case stories really come in because you can weave the case stories in throughout the videos. So they're future pacing with their peers, with someone that maybe they've already seen the person on a case story before. You've now done what? You've triggered the mere exposure effect. They feel like they know, like, and trust that person that was in your case story before. And now they're talking about their journey. Folks, None of this stuff is super technological, but it, is, it requires a, a shift in the way you're thinking, a shift in the way you're creating videos, a shift in where you're focusing on content. And that's what we've been doing here. Because future pacing happens with referrals all the time. 
right, perfect example. You see someone that lost weight. You, it's a friend, eats the same as you, drinks the same as you. You spend all the time. How did you lose that weight? I, they talk about feeling great. And they talk about the way that they did it. Right now, where, however they lost weight, you're more likely to do that thing. Why? Because you could see yourself in that position. That is future pacing. And it happens in every instance. And that's where case stories really come in with future pacing plus a process. Social proof. You have 20 case stories on there. Boom. Your YouTube channel. You show how many of these amazing people that you've worked with. And then FOMO too. This is with case stories and your YouTube channel. And you send these out. Hey, remember we talked six months ago? In that six months, I've helped this person. What? I wish, can't go back in time, but really pushes me to now take advantage of that fear of missing out. All these things can be triggered with your YouTube channel. It's really hard to get all this in front of people if you don't have a strategy. But YouTube allows you to get in front of people in a way that no one else can. We talked about a lot in the previous video, the YouTube advantages. Really think through that. So next up, we are going to talk just a little bit about community. People get to see your comments and likes. They get the social proof without that ick of, yeah, there's going to be some community, some weird stuff. And once in a while, comments will be put on there, but they feel like they're part of something. You have 100, 200, 300 views. They feel like they're part of something, right? It, it builds up your authority, and they can see that community on there. You can also, once again, that social proof piece. They see the people that have worked with you. They want to be a part of that community. I was just talking about that yesterday when I think about joining masterminds. I hear my friends talking about a mastermind. I never go through a funnel but if I, if, or a group, and I'm like, oh. And then all of a sudden I hear everyone's in this group. I'm like, oh, maybe I should be in it. That's social proof. I know how social proof works. It is a cognitive bias. It's the same we were talking about. But YouTube can trigger that, and I've seen that happen a lot. And it's, YouTube is easily shared. It's Facebook, you can share on Facebook easily. We're used to sharing YouTube videos. Copy and paste the link, boom. There, someone goes straight to it. Plus, it's, people don't have to be logged in. And if you share a YouTube video, it just goes back to that privacy, right? We talked about that in the previous video, the privacy piece. If I share a Facebook video, you end up in my Facebook page. Maybe I don't want to share that all that stuff with you. But even if that page, that Facebook piece, you have to be logged into Facebook, right? We have to be connected on Facebook usually to be easily shared. TikTok is you can share videos on TikTok. That's an easy one. LinkedIn, you know, we have to be connected to share. And we're not going to watch a long video on LinkedIn. But the, you can easily share these long videos. So there's a lot of opportunity there. And OPAs, other people's audiences. This is huge, folks. Because you can easily get on other people's YouTube channels. I know podcast guessing is a big deal, but you can get on other people's YouTube channels. I do this all the time. And it links back to our YouTube channel. It is a huge opportunity that stays out there for a long time. Podcasts can be there. But generally, people might go through your podcast list. They'll subscribe and they'll look at the newest one. Or they might be searching for something specifically. But YouTube allows you to be on someone's else's channel for a long time. And you can show up, your name can show up on their channel building your authority. I think it's the fastest non-ad growth opportunity out there is other people's audiences, sharing your audience with people. And if you have a robust YouTube channel, you're more likely to get on robust YouTube channels.
you can prove everyone's results so that together we improve everyone else's results. And then what does that mean? Everyone else, because if you help someone else grow their YouTube channel, get 10,000, 20,000 likes, you can do this with ads. Guess what? It's going to improve their results and they're going to want to help you improve your results. There is reciprocity there. Authority. This is the big thing. You are going to grow your authority. It, this is the number one way to land $100,000 million clients. What's the difference between a coach? There's amazing coaches out there that charge $10,000 a year and Tony Robbins that charges a million dollars a year, right? A million dollars a year. And there's guys in the middle of 300000 Yes, it is results, but it is the authority that they've built over time. Yeah, and once again, you trigger the Oprah effect. They feel like they know and trust you. So you don't have to build this huge authority. You can build, why just kick the camera? You can build what's called micro-authority. Just people that need you right now. People close to this. And that's where you want to spend. You don't need tons of subscribers. You can build this Oprah effect with someone who's thinking about working with you. Because even if, let's say you're a personal injury attorney, someone that needs you right now, there's, they'll watch a few videos in between when you meet with them and when, you for, when they first connect with you. And they'll continue to watch videos so you can grow your authority with them. And you own the process. If you have a great process video that's engaging, it can't be boring and it can't be about you. It can't be your process, it's their process. Later on, we'll talk about how to create an amazing process video. It includes case stories. Spoiler. But you own the process and you own the language. Video case stories. Language, right? EOS, our client, Gina Wickman. He owns all this language. It almost builds a cult around EOS. So you talk about Im- implementers, integrators, your three uniques. You own the language. And when you own the language and you own the process... There is no competition, right? And YouTube allows you to do this because if you have this all written out and you're all just, bam, here, go read this on my website, 20% of your page will be written, read, and they will not come back there, right? They don't, it's not a familiar place. YouTube is a familiar place for learning. So they're in that learning mindset. They're in that entertainment mindset. Make an educational, entertaining video that's high quality, hits all the triggers, which we'll talk about later. You can own the process in the language. For the past two videos, two hours or hour and a half or so, <laughs> if you've watched this, I, I really appreciate you watching all of it. But it, it's this is where the opportunities lie in YouTube. There's a lot of technical things going on, but YouTube is such a huge opportunity and it's not going away anytime soon. In the next few videos, I'll be talking about some of the mindset, what you need to think about when you're creating these videos, what elements that you need in creating videos, how to strategize these videos, how to use the storyboard blueprints to really read your clients' minds. We'll talk more about case stories. We're going to talk about what elements, how to distribute this, YouTube SEO, how, when to use it, and the YouTube first strategy of getting people back to your YouTube videos constantly to build up and build the cycle and inside of YouTube. We'll also talk about using YouTube as a website. And then we'll talk about the entire process of planning your YouTube videos. Um, and not only planning them, but being able to shoot a year's worth of videos in a day or two, if you plan it correctly, a year's worth. We've done this so many times. 
uh, and it, then you don't have to worry about it at all. We'll talk about all these strategies and more. So make sure you've subscribed to the channel, hit the subscribe button. If you have any questions, if you've been overwhelmed, if you need clarification, please let me know down below. What's the big takeaway? I, for me, I want to know what is your big takeaway. The more you, I get encouraged by those comments. So I love it when someone talks to me and tells me, so please not only subscribe, but please comment below. It allows me to help you more. All right. And if obviously if you're listening to this on the garlic marketing show, go over to YouTube, go over our video case story, YouTube, and go ahead and subscribe and watch the rest of the videos. And also if you do want the charts, if you do want the charts, just comment below. We'll give you a link to the charts and other resources. If there's any resources you're missing. All right. Thank you very much. And thanks for being a part of my journey. It's been nine garlic, the garlic marketing show.